Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa. Welcome to episode 177 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week included PGA Tour 2K23, NHL 23, Lego Brick Tales, and Dying Light 2 Stay Human Bloody Ties. The games coming out this week are Doctor Who The Edge of Reality plus The Lonely Assassins, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, Them's Fight in Herds, Kovacs Pitch, WW2 Bunker Simulator, Padova Capsula, The Last Hero of Nostalgia, Batora Lost Haven, Warhammer 40,000, Shooters, Blood and Teeth, Gas Station Simulator, Second Extinction, Tempest, Level Escape, Park Story, Airy, The Last Day of Earth, Jojo Siwa, Worldwide Party, Persona 5 Royale, and New Tales from the Borderlands. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Modern Warfare 2's phone number requirement isn't the same as Overwatch 2's. ONS Good at Polygon writes, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will require PC players to use the same SMS text message verification process that frustrated Overwatch 2's launch for many, but with an important exception. Any existing Call of Duty Warzone players who have already verified their accounts won't be required to give a real text-enabled phone number to play Modern Warfare 2. Team Ricochet, Activision's anti-cheat team for Call of Duty, pointed out that the Battle.net SMS policy for Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2.0, which launched October 28th and November 16th respectively, is the same as the verification requirement implemented with the first Warzone on PC back in May 2020. For those playing Modern Warfare 2 on Steam, a mobile phone number must be linked to the player's Steam account, the studio said. Quote, this SMS verification is critical to our anti-cheat enforcement efforts, end quote, the developer said in a blog post on Thursday. The studio said the verification requirement thwarts, quote, illicit account recreation at its source, end quote. They added that earlier this year it implemented an SMS verification for 2019's Call of Duty Modern Warfare, after discovering that cheaters were using the same game client to access Warzone without SMS verification. One week ago, Blizzard Entertainment largely abandoned their SMS Protect initiative for Overwatch 2 in light of extensive launch problems that resulted in server errors, disconnections, and progress in items not transferring for many players. Though Blizzard said SMS verification was critical to efforts to eliminate cheaters and stop toxic behavior, the measure was instantly controversial for many players especially those whose prepaid cell phone plans didn't support the kind of SMS authentication the system requires. The requirement does not affect players on console versions of Modern Warfare 2. The game, a sequel to Infinity Ward's critical and commercial success Call of Duty Modern Warfare from 2019, launches for PS4, PS5, Windows PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S on October 28th. This sucks that we have to get to this point where SMS verification is required, but I think it's a good thing. None of us enjoy cheaters, it absolutely ruined the game, Warzone specifically was really bad with cheaters. Makes it so unfun, don't be mad at the studios for trying to help combat this, be mad at those ruining the games. Number 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign includes significant multiplayer unlocks. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Activision is incentivizing players to jump into Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign by including significant multiplayer unlocks within the single player. A Call of Duty blog post outlines the 17 separate rewards that players can earn from completing missions in the campaign, including Operators Hutch, Chu, Reyes, and Nova. Also available are double XP boosts, unique calling cards and emblems, and Captain Price's M4 weapon blueprint. Activision didn't make it clear if these are campaign-exclusive items or if they can be unlocked eventually by playing multiplayer or perhaps through microtransactions. 
It did advertise its digital pre-order bonus of campaign early access, however, which allows the campaign and therefore all of the mission rewards to be unlocked before Modern Warfare 2 officially launches on October 28th. Players who pre-order from the PlayStation or Xbox stores will therefore be able to enter multiplayer immediately with special unlocks and double XP boosts. This is really cool because I think these campaigns deserve a little more credit than they deserve. People often get the game and go straight to multiplayer, just like I did back in the day. But I really enjoyed 2019's Modern Warfare Reboots campaign. I thought it was really fun, so I'm excited to jump in, and I do like that I don't feel pressure to jump right in the multiplayer as it's going to come out a week before. Number 3. Overwatch 2 won't be rebalanced until December. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, Blizzard has announced that Overwatch 2 won't be rebalanced until its Season 2 begins in December as it's currently happy with each hero's power level. As reported by Eurogamer, a blog post on Blizzard's website shared the developers' thoughts on the current state of the game now that most of its launch issues appear to have settled down. Outside of a targeted fix for Zarya and Total Mayhem on October 25th, and presumably the return of Bastion and Torbjorn, who were removed from Overwatch 2 just days after its launch due to serious glitches, Blizzard said it won't implement any changes to its heroes for roughly two months. Cool, while some heroes are performing better than others and there are differences across player skill levels, we've been happy to see that no hero's overall power level is far out of line with our goals, end quote. It said in a blog post, as each hero currently has a win rate of between 45 and 55%. Instead of making incremental tweaks and changes, quote, our team is planning to make a series of balanced changes for Season 2 that are in line with our design goal of ensuring the overall game feels balanced and fair while giving each season a more distinct identity, end quote. While Blizzard didn't say explicitly which heroes will be at the center of various buffs or nerfs, it is keeping a close eye on Genji, Sombra, Symmetra, Torborn, and Kiriko. Blizzard is also paying close attention to how tanks work in the new 5 vs 5 format, with D.Va in particular drawing attention. Quote, despite many players saying she's one of the best tanks in the game, Reinhardt, Sigma, and Zarya are actually currently lead up the competition with an average 53% unmirrored win rate, end quote, Blizzard said. Overwatch 2 launched on October 4th, and is often the case with online games, it had a rocky launch that left several fans completely unable to play the game. Blizzard servers were plagued with DDoS attacks that caused lengthy queue times for those trying to play early on, and further issues emerged as a result of new Blizzard policies that required players to connect a phone number to their account before playing. Though the requirement was implemented as a security feature, Blizzard quickly backtracked and removed the feature for most of its players, only requiring those with new accounts to attach a phone number. Further controversy emerged, however, as fans using prepaid phone packages found they were not considered viable for the service, and as a result, they couldn't play Overwatch 2. As we haven't really touched on Overwatch 2 on the show, I thought the story gave a good sum up of everything that has been going on over the last two weeks during launch. I jumped into Overwatch 2 and I'm actually having a really great time with it. Not very good at the game and I definitely need to switch to PC to play it because I'm not getting that aim assist on console and it's making it pretty hard to compete with PC players. It's a really fun game, it's free to play now, go check it out. Number 4. Xbox device spotted on Phil Spencer's shelf spurs speculation. Xbox says it's an old prototype. Kenneth Shepard at IGN writes, Earlier today, head of Xbox Phil Spencer posted a photo on his personal Twitter account that seemed to be teasing a reel for the Xbox-branded streaming stick called Project Keystone. However, Microsoft has since confirmed that the device seen in the photo is a prototype, and the company has shelved the project for the time being. Spencer's original post is meant to commemorate the Fallout series' 25th anniversary. While there was plenty of Fallout memorabilia in the accompanying photo, there was also a device on the top shelf that looked like it could be the streaming stick. As speculation started to spur online, the official Xbox Twitter account responded and referred to it as an quote, old prototype, end quote, in the replies. In the time since, Microsoft released a statement to Digital Trends which confirmed the device seen in Spencer's photo is a prototype, and the company has redirected resources to the broader Xbox Cloud gaming service. The device on Phil's shelf was an old prototype of Keystone. Earlier this year, we announced that we made the decision to pivot away from the current iteration of Keystone and are taking our learnings to refocus our efforts on a new approach that will allow us to deliver Xbox Cloud gaming to more players around the world in the future. 
We have nothing more to share today. Listen, you know the head of Xbox would not carelessly tweet out a photo of prototyped hardware and or software. I like that he continues to have fun with us every time he posts a picture of his shelf or combing it for something. As soon as I saw the picture be tweeted, I spotted the keystone and I was like, did he really just do that? Fun way to play with the team and the fans. Let's enjoy. Number five, Game Pass coming to MetaQuest VR headsets via Xbox Cloud Gaming. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, During the recent MetaConnect 2022 conference, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella announced that Xbox Cloud Gaming is coming to MetaQuest VR headsets. MetaQuest users who also have an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription will soon be able to stream Xbox Cloud Gaming titles to their headsets when Xbox Cloud Gaming arrives for the MetaQuest store. Quote, Xbox Cloud Gaming enables you to stream hundreds of high-quality games to a range of devices, and that will include MetaQuest 2 in the future, end quote. Meta said in a blog post, quote, when Xbox Cloud Gaming launches on the MetaQuest store, you'll be able to hook up an Xbox controller to your headset and play console games from the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Library on a massive 2D screen, like having a private movie theater available at all times, end quote. Unfortunately, a date for when Xbox Cloud Gaming will come to the MetaQuest store wasn't revealed, though Meta says it will be sharing more information as soon as possible. This is pretty cool, and it's part of Microsoft and Phil Spencer's vision of trying to get as many games on as many platforms and places that you can play wherever possible in the world to reach those millions upon millions upon millions of gamers. I've tried this before on my original Oculus Rift headset, and it was kind of weird having that big movie theater quote screen to play in front of. Not ideal, but I think it's a cool way just to have options for people to play these games where they want when they want to. Number six. Gotham Knights won't have performance options on consoles and runs at 30 FPS. Andy Robinson at VGC writes, Warner Bros. co-op Batman title Gotham Knights will not include performance options and will run at a maximum of 30 FPS, it's confirmed. The game's executive producer, Floor Marty, shared the news on the game's Discord server on Friday, claiming that the decision was due to, quote, the types of features we have in our game, end quote, such as untethered co-op and a highly detailed open world. Quote, I know many of you are wondering about the availability of a performance mode for Gotham Knights on consoles, end quote, Marty wrote. Quote, due to these types of features we have in our game like providing a fully untethered co-op experience in our highly detailed open world, it's not as straightforward as lowering the resolution and getting a higher FPS, end quote. Quote, for this reason our game does not have a performance quality toggle option and will run at 30 FPS on consoles, end quote. Gotham Knights is planned for release on October 21st for PS5, Series X, and S, and PC. Gotham Knights is being developed by WB Games Montreal and led by creative director Patrick Redding, who previously directed Splinter Cell titles Conviction and Blacklist. It was initially planned for release last year before being delayed to provide more time to deliver the best possible experience for players. This is a tough news story given the game does not have the hype or the preview coverage that really support a great score and a healthy launch. This game already had to compete with its other series in the Arkham games, which WB Montreal did do Arkham Origins, but no one even remembers that as a core Arkham title, and now not giving players on our shiny new hardware options for performance, when so many other games have already proven that on this generation, even when they removed the last-gen versions of this game. I don't know, this game is just turning up to be a recipe for a bad launch. Hopefully I'm wrong, hope the game's good, because I know many people are still looking forward to it, but I don't know, got a bad feeling. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about two of Bethesda games being in the same universe. Credit to Eddie Mukic at GameSpot. So Bethesda confirmed a few weeks ago that Deathloop and Dishonored are in the same connected universe. Bethesda has confirmed a long-standing fan theory for two of its game franchises. Dishonored and Deathloop are set in the same universe. Deathloop director Dinga Bagaba confirmed this on the Xbox podcast, stating that Deathloop takes place in the same universe as Dishonored, but far into the future. 
quote, yes, we envision Deathloop to be happening in the future after Death of the Outsider, end quote. He said of Dishonored, Sandaloon expansion for Dishonored 2. Bacaba said developer Arcane intentionally didn't make a big deal out of the connected universe because the studio wanted Deathloop to stand on its own. Now I can respect that. You want the game to be loved for itself and not be connected to some bigger thing that people already liked. Now I have to say, I've not played Deathloop myself or any Dishonored games, even though it seems like games I might like. Deathloop, not so much, but I am excited to give it a shot this year. Cool for the fans of the franchises. I always like the connected universes, obviously being a big MCU fan. This is pretty cool. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox on 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share it with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I finally finished my Platinum of God of War, Bring on God of War Ragnarok for my PS5. After that, I've been playing Overwatch 2 with some friends, really enjoying it as I said earlier. And as part of this new video game book club kind of thing with my friend, we are playing Resident Evil 2 this month for Spooky October. Resident Evil 2 slash remake is my top three favorite games of all time. I'm absolutely loving going back through it again. It's a commitment to excellence. Go play it if you haven't. Perfect for the season. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.